that we uh, that we stay in the Word of God. Uh, today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about an amazing, uh, amazing revelation. Uh, if you were following us, standing that we were talking about and going through a season of uh, marketplace apostles, and so this is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to continue to go forward in that manner, uh, but it's all wrapped up in being kingdom effective, uh, being effective in the kingdom of God, so that you and I can do what we were called to do, and that is to complete the plan and the will of God for our lives. Glory to God. So what I'd like to do is if you would like to share this, that would be great. Otherwise, uh, at the end, we're also going to attempt to do, we'll we'll let you know how that's going along. But I want to share with you today some amazing revelations on on kingdom effectiveness. And so there's a a few areas in our lives. I'm going to show you three of them, and I'm going to wrap it all up together at the very end here, because I want to encourage you today as you are walking into this amazing Tuesday that God has created for you. And so uh, first things first, this effectiveness that God wants you to be in possession of is he wants you to build new and he wants you to destroy the old. In other words, if you're going to be looking for new, we're all praying for God, give me new, give me a new door, give me a new opportunity. But along that line, I'm going to have to release what I have been carrying the whole time. So God wants you to listen to what he's saying. Romans chapter seven, verse six, we see that he got, he wants us to serve him in the newness of the spirit and not in the old thing, the way things had been established through the law. So God is a God of new. He's taking us into a new direction. He wants you to be blessed with the new things that he has for your life. So he wants you to build new and destroy the old. The second is he wants you to assist in the destruction of this religious spirit or the spirit of religion. We see in Acts chapter 6 verse 10, it says, but they were not able to successfully withstand and cope with the wisdom and the intelligence and the power and the inspiration of the spirit by whom he was speaking. So the apostle was speaking with the power and the might of the Holy Ghost in his life upon him and and, and through him. And so with you, same thing. He's going to want, he's going to send you into places. God will send you into places with this anointing so that you can be kingdom effective, a part of that effectiveness that he wants you to be in possession of, as well as it is going to elevate you. In other words, uh, you're a marketplace apostle. We're going to continue to talk about that. The Lord wants us to know there are great plans and great things that he has called you to accomplish for the kingdom of God. The third area uh, that this kingdom effectiveness will encompass is uh, he wants you to co-labor with the Holy Spirit in isolating personal hindrances. So here you go. He wants us to move forward with him. Glory to God. He wants us to be present with him. He wants us to carry this load, but I'm going to have to co-labor. First, I need to look at myself and say, what is wrong with certain things? Well, Holy Spirit, show me, convict me of those things that have no value that I'm in possession of, whether in the natural or whether in the, in the flesh or I should say spiritual, he wants us to look at those things and remove them so that we can move uh, forward and so that we can do what God has called us to do. And that's John chapter 16, verses 8 and 9. He says, and he, when he comes, will convict the world about the guilt of sin and the need for a savior. 
when that conviction is present, yes, we know we need we need Jesus. We need the blood. We 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 need to come to that cross and we need to repent. And how do we do that? Well, we're, we, our flesh doesn't do that, but our spirit man is convicted in that presence because in the presence and in the shadow of conviction, uh, perfection is right around the corner. You see, you're moving forward. If conviction wasn't present, you'd be moving in self righteousness and in pride. But when conviction is present, glory to God, then we will release ourselves from these certain things that condemn us within us, within ourselves. So he wants us to build new and to release the old. He wants us to assist uh, in the destruction uh, of this religious spirit, this religious hindrance. And then he wants us to co-labor with the Holy Spirit so that these personal hindrances will no longer exist so you and I can move forward. So finally, this wrapping it up in these four, in these three areas, all of this points to Matthew chapter 25, verse 13. Holy Spirit says he wants us to be fluid. We're going to have to be able to be on alert and be prepared and ready for you do not know the hour of his. Re- so we must be prepared at all times. So what does that mean? Uh, ready to pack, ready to go spiritually. Lord, we, we always say this, Lord, send me someplace new. Let me pray for someone new. But that doesn't mean that I sit and I wait. That means that my life is fluid for the kingdom. In order for me to be effective, to be an effective minister, an effective pastor, whatever that five-fold opportunity is or that that mantle that you wear, whatever it is, you must be fluid. If you are not fluid, the opposite to fluidity is rigidity. Things that are rigid, they break. They're holding on to something, which is why he said he wants us to focus on building the new and releasing the old. Sometimes that means releasing old friends, old habits, old, uh, old objects, those, those patterns and traditions that we've held on to for so long. He wants you to be fluid so that he can use you to be effective for the kingdom of God. I, you're going to have an amazing day today. God specifically made this day so that you would flourish and that you would excel in all things, not some things, all things. God loves you. His grace and mercy proves that. I want you today to have an amazing day. Prosper in all directions, not just one. Use your gifting. Prophesy. Speak. Pray for those that are around you. Be led by the Spirit of God. Operate in the fruits of the Spirit. If there is love that is needed, release that. Don't hold on to what God has given you. If there's compassion and mercy that is needed from someone around you, don't hold on to it. Release it. Because when you release what God has given you, He's already proven this. He will return that to you a hundredfold. Whether it's love or compassion or finances or material goods, it makes no difference. Your father is the owner of the cattle on a thousand hills. Everything is his resource, and those resources are there so that you would prosper in this world so that they would know who Jesus is, just like you came to the Lord yourself, just like you are are a living example, a walking epistle, as it were, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, so that you can go into the world not as a religion, not as a chapter, and definitely not as a verse, but that they would see Christ through you, and that that they would hear the words of the Son of God through you and, and encounter the love of the Father 